Hello everyone, welcome to the EUG podcast. I'm here with Helena Cravar. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. So I wanted to get to know you a little bit more. We already know you're a great athlete, right? And one thank of the you. most up and coming uh, kids out there. So tell me a little bit about yourself and also your parents. Yeah, so um, my parents are from Serbia, Eastern Europe. Uh, I was born in Las Vegas. Uh, it's where I live right now. Um, I I'm a green belt in jiu-jitsu, 15 year uh, blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm 15 years old. Um, and uh, like how I started training was when I was eight years old. I wanted to do strength conditioning, and uh, the owner of the gym said that he has jiu-jitsu. Uh, and I should train um, train that too. So ever since I started, I loved it. And now I train under Hector Vasquez at Cabrinha BJJ. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> I, I know that guy. Um, tell me a little bit about your parents. I know they have a background in, in athletics as well. Tell me a little bit about uh, your parents as well. Yeah, so my mom uh, used to do, she was a professional fitness and bodybuilding. Okay. Um, That's where you get your genetics then. <laughs> Always from your dad. <laughs> from both of them. Both, okay. All right. <laughs> and my dad, he did a lot of sports when he was younger. So uh, we're like, all we all like doing sports and being active all the time. Okay. And at a young age, there was a couple of sports that your mother put you in or anything else that, that they had you doing before you started your career? Uh, I did a lot of sports. Uh, the first one, it was Kaju Kembo. Okay. I did that one for five years since I was three years old. Uh, I actually got my junior black belt over there. And uh, I, ha I had like a ballroom dance. Ballroom dance. So tell yeah. me a little bit about ballroom dance. <laughs> how, how, how'd that come about? Um, well, my mom wanted me to do dance. She liked to like dress me up in cute clothes and do like, cute like hairstyles. Like today? Yes. Same thing, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and... Uh, like she, she always like dance, so she thought it would be fun for me to do it, and mm -hmm. I did that one for one year. Okay, and how was that experience? Would you um, it was okay, but I liked jujitsu more. <laughs> okay, and that was at what age did you start? Uh, did you start that? I was seven, seven? I think. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and you did that for a year. Yeah. Then after that, you found a gym where the guy said, "Hey, maybe try jujitsu." Tell yeah. us a little bit about that as well. Um, yeah, in between th those sports, I also did um, ballet. I tried gymnastics. Um, I tried, um, like, swimming and other things, but I never really liked it as, as much as I did jiu-jitsu. So after I discovered jiu-jitsu, I stopped everything else mm -hmm. that I was doing, and I just continued and... Within like the first three months of training jujitsu, I said I want to compete, okay. and <laughs> and my parents were like, "What? You want to compete?" Because yeah. <laughs> like any of the other sports that I did, they I never wanted to compete. Like whenever they asked me, I I didn't want to do it, right, right. and I started making them uh, take me to training, and. I was kind of procrastinating with everything else. Like, I didn't feel like going to train anything else. But when I started jiu-jitsu, it just all changed. Right. But at what age did you start jiu-jitsu? Uh, I was eight years old. Eight years old. And 
then after eight years old, you started competing, started uh, learning a little bit more. Um, tell us what made you decide at that, hey, this is something that I want to do, you know, take it serious. Um, it was just like, it was really fun for me. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea of it always being evolving. Like I could always learn something new. Like when I did Kajukambo, uh, they were teaching us the same few things every day. And it just kind of got boring after a while. Can you tell me what Kaju Kempo is like for everyone that doesn't, you know, no, just break it down a little bit. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of like karate, um, like a lot of punching and sparring, kicking, um, and like pinions, they call it like, um, it's like a form of stuff you do with your hands, I guess. Okay. Uh, and but, but we've talked about this before, and now that you say you didn't like it, we've talked about, hey, maybe later on going into MMA. And you've been very hesitant. We've done a little bit of messing around with combat jujitsu, right? Which your yeah. parents didn't really, you know, approve, but we did it. Um, and I felt like it was for you, so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, what was it that you didn't like about that? Um, I just like the idea of jujitsu more than MMA. Um, I'm not really a big fan of punching. I, I like grappling as a style a lot more. Okay, okay. And then you started, after that, you started taking um, competition seriously. You started having your parents take you everywhere. You got to, the I'm guessing, orange belt, right? When you started really like putting it all together and saying, hey, this might be something that I do. Tell me a little bit about the, the growth, the evolving as you started going into your teen years yeah so i started competing when i was nine um and that was um at first i only competed like two three times a year mm -hmm. for fun but as like as the year years progressed i was like i wanted to compete more and then i found out about pan kids and two years later after i started competing i told my parents i want to do pan kids okay um so that was actually the first time we traveled um to california mm -hmm. um and ever since then i started traveling more and more and getting invited for super fights my first super fight was actually fight to win so um shout out to seth daniels yes. right he's a very nice guy <laughs> helps you you know helps you out a lot it's an amazing yeah. guy yeah, his, he, his um, tournament is great. Yes, it is. It's like one of the best. So. Yes, yes, yes. And then you also do a lot of Jiu-Jitsu World League, right? Uh, yeah, I do Jiu-Jitsu World Leagues. Um, I try to do IBJJF when I can, uh, fight to win whenever I can. And ADCC uh, is a new one I'm starting to try and do as often as possible. Right. And since Orange Belt, you've been fighting Blue Belts. Yes. Um was that a little bit nerve-breaking going in as a as an orange belt sitting in that line waiting for the mat and everybody else is wearing a blue belt and they're looking at you like, who's what is she doing? She might be in the wrong line here, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the reason I started competing with blue belts, uh, it was when I was 12. Uh, I was kind of like bigger than all the other girls in my um, in my age and there weren't many orange belts at all but especially in my weight class. So um, 
so my only option was to either withdraw from the tournament or move up to blue belt so um i decided to move up and the first time that was in january 2019 mm -hmm. i did jiu-jitsu league adult blue and i i was like a little nervous but it was like any other competition to me so wow. i was i liked it and whenever i didn't have anyone in my division f since then i'd move up to blue nice and you decided to move to my academy to come train. A lot of people think that you started with me from the beginning, and that's not the case. When you came to my academy for the first time, you guys came in, your parents came in, wanted to try it. How was your first experience? Yeah, um, my first experience, I, I was pretty much the best in the gym I trained at before. Um, so... When I came here, everyone beat me up, <laughs> so I kind of liked that. <laughs> I was like, I found I found a place where I can improve. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And we've seen your growth here, right? Yeah, you keep growing. Going back a little bit, once you started training here, I saw a change in you. You were very quiet. You you weren't very talkative. Look how much has changed in the last couple of years. Now look, you're in the podcast. <laughs> You're open. Every time I'd ask you a question, you just hee hee. It was just like a giggle, but I'd have to get to your mom first before I got an answer out of you. Um, and then I saw this change where you just started. You just started wearing the pigtails and the suits. Tell us a little bit about where this came from. Um, yeah. So as I said, my mom always liked to um, like dress me up in cool outfits, and I liked it too. So we just like. Uh, came up with it um, with, for the outfits we came up with it and we liked the style and the fitting and everything so yeah from then on we were kind of getting some of these from Brazil but after uh, a little while my parents started making some of their own so now like these newer ones that I have my parents make them okay and what is the name of the company uh, that your that your parents have where people can get some of these these uh nice cheetah suits <laughs> uh so we're not selling them to uh other people yet we're like still testing them out see uh how the sizing will work but um they do like custom printing t-shirts and okay. um other stuff banners and things like that so um yeah if anyone's inter interested they can always dm me on instagram and i'll give them the info okay perfect um, let's go into your diet. We already know that you come from a very athletic uh, family, right? What is a typical day for Helena's eating, you know, her whole, I know, but people want to know exactly <laughs> what, what you eat. Yeah. Um, so in the morning when I wake up, I wake up between like seven and 8am. Uh, and as soon as I wake up, I eat breakfast. It's usually oatmeal. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I eat a small bowl of oatmeal and then I go train uh, the morning class. 
Uh, when I finish with the morning class, I have lunch. Uh, lunch is usually like um, rice or chicken with vegetables. Um, it's some of the uh, like Serbian food that okay. we eat. There's like, going to be something special in there because you're strong as hell. <laughs> <laughs> or potatoes and okay. um, something like that. Stuffed peppers. The peppers. Those are the yeah. ones that, that uh, when your mom first told me, I'm like, <laughs> that many eggs, that many peppers? All right, I need to start eating that. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, after lunch, like in the afternoon time, I have uh, like some fruits like watermelon or berries or bananas. Mm -hmm. um, and then before training, like around 4 or 5 p.m., uh, I eat dinner. It's usually eggs with jalapeno peppers or <laughs> or ivar it's like a very spicy pepper spread what what is it ivar ivar okay All right. <laughs> um yeah um and i eat it with that and then i go train um the night class and then after i come back from night class uh it's a milkshake usually okay a oh. homemade milkshake nice so. <laughs> nice it's you know People that haven't trained with you don't understand how strong you are. <laughs> so I train with you, so I know how it feels. So I always like to ask, like, what are you feeding this kid? You know. Um, so let's go into ADCC, right? You were, I think you were probably the youngest to do ADCC this year, the trials. Um, how? What do you think about your experience there? And tell us a little bit how it went. Yeah, um, I was probably one of the youngest, and um, I went in the 60-plus division because um, I'm, like, 10 pounds over the weight limit for 60-minus, so we decided to do plus. Um, I I had, like, three fights there. First one I won by submission. Uh, second one, it was that one was with a purple belt. Uh, second one was with a brown belt. I won that one by points. And then the third one, I fought Elizabeth Clay. Um, that was it. I made it to the top eight with her, so quarterfinals match. Um, and I lost that match, but it was a great learning experience for me. It was one of the best competitions I've done. Nice. And I know we were waiting for, you know, hopefully we'd get a, a, be an alternate, you know. And, of course, it's, getting, it's still available. We're waiting. <laughs> and you never know, right? in yeah. this world um also what are your now that you've received your blue now you're gonna have the opportunity to fight ibjjf juvenile for the first time um do you think that's gonna be a little bit different than you i mean you've been fighting blue belts for the last three years how do you think this experience is gonna go for you yeah i haven't done many ibjjfs these past couple years because i was a green belt and uh, I didn't have like the option to move up, um, but and I didn't have anyone in my division. But I'm really excited to do worlds and pans and do nogi ibjjfs too. Um, it's gonna be really fun. I'm excited for that. We are. Uh, I'm excited to watch. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are. You know, they look up to you. A lot of kids um, look up to you. They like what you're doing. You present yourself well. Um, you're setting up seminars as well. Probably, yeah. I mean, you've got more seminars lined up than myself, <laughs> right? Um, tell us a little bit of how, how that's been going for you. Uh, yeah, so my first seminar was this this year in March. 
Uh, it was with Jits King Promotions. Um, I w- it was before... So I was supposed to have, like, a super fight or a four-person bracket. And they said, like, let's do a seminar, too, um, and have kids come. And I was planning on starting seminars for a while. So I was uh, excited to finally start on that. And that that one was had a great out- outcome. It had 17 kids. Right. And uh it was really great and then after that i started getting invited for uh to go to other gyms too and do seminars um i had some in california some in florida and some in mexico uh yes uh that's coming up nice september 24th that's awesome and you have your own instructional yes right bjj fanatics yes i have four instructionals there you want to talk a little bit about that as well yeah um so i have four instructionals my first one was in june 2020 um yeah and that one's the best submissions from open and closed guard um i I decided to like do that because i like uh playing guard Mm -hmm. and i like submitting from from the guard position or anywhere i can get but especially in guard so i decided to make that one that's awesome and again you're just 15 years old you're just getting started um, I'm always happy to have you in the academy. You're doing an amazing you. job and you're helpful with a lot of people. So thank you so much for being the person that you are and how mature you are at your age. And thank you for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I had a great time having you here. Uh, till next time, is there a shout out? Any shout outs you want to give out to your fans and, or your sponsors? Yeah, um, I want to say thank you to you for um, uh, for always like helping me in the gym and to my parents uh, for uh, supporting me for competitions and things like that. And my sponsors, Vulcan Fight Co, Penguin Fingers and Killer Grips uh, for Vulcan Fight Co. It's skis, rash guards and apparel. Uh, Penguin Fingers gel packs for your fingers, toes and wrists like for pain um, after draining, inflammation, arthritis, and then kilograms for finger tape and uh, some other apparel too. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much, Helena, for coming on the podcast. We had a great time. Thank you guys for joining us today. Till next time, keep evolving in everything that you do. Thank you for having me. Of course. (laughs)